Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview breakout sessions from Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. This episode comes from Ryan Day's press conference on Saturday, August 10th, the third presser of the 2019 Ohio State Fall Football Camp. During the session, Day recapped the first full scrimmage of camp and discussed the disappointing showing from the quarterbacks and the need to limit turnovers, Baron Browning's spot in the linebacker rotation, the battle at right tackle, and much more. If you're finding us on the website, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because we will be bringing you a ton of podcast coverage during the football season from every imaginable perspective, with more on that in the coming weeks. So, without further ado, here's Ryan Day. quarterback to provide the kind of leadership that you want in that position before a starter has been named? Uh, I think, I don't think it's that hard because of the nature of the position. I think that, um, you know, all quarterbacks should be leaders. Um, and I think whether it's the starter, the backup, uh, whoever, uh, that's just a leadership role and that's part of the job. I mean, at the end of the day, your job as a quarterback is to lead 10 men down the field to a touchdown. So uh, it goes with uh, with the with the job with the territory and um, you know Joe Burrow was never a starting quarterback here but he was always a leader when he was here and so I think that's just part of the job regardless of whether you're you know whether you're the starter or a backup and you're about halfway through camp you had an important scrimmage today who's flashed who's really impressed you at this to this point on the whole team or uh, well you know I want to look at the film today today was really the first day in pads that. Uh, we've hit, uh, we've tackled to the ground. Um, a lot of the stuff leading up to this point, we were kind of installing. And, you know, you didn't get a really feel for that. Today was a little bit more of a feel for that. I want to get on the film and, and, and see what that was all about. But certainly the defensive line, I thought, did a good job creating penetration. You know, you, you felt that. And Baron Browning has, has um, you know, shown so far that, that he's really made a lot of progress in a short period of time. That's been exciting. I think our secondary is getting their hands on a lot of balls. We had a couple uh, pick sixes out there, which was really good today. So, um, you know, I think those guys are doing a good job. I want to watch the film and really, um, you know, grade it and see how guys grade it out. But, you know, we're going to treat it like a game and and see how everybody, um, you know, did in terms of a grade. And then we'll go from there. Hey, Ryan. um, B.B. Landers talked at practice the other day about um, mental health issues and he – uh, put that Twitter video out at, um, after the Dayton shooting. I'm sure you've seen. Um, what does it mean to you to have a kid like that, who's willing to talk about this issue, you know, openly? Well, I, I'm, I'm first off, I'm proud that that uh, he did that. Um, I think that it hit home close to him being from Dayton. Um, but when you look at what's going on out there. Um, you know, it, it's happened in almost every major city this, you know, since January 1st, and there's so much going on with it. Um, you know, we've had meetings. Uh, I've, I've talked to the team about, um, you know, Nina and I's uh, fund and, and what we believe in with On Our Sleeves. Um, we've hired um, two more athletic counselors uh, that will be in-house, that will be working with our guys, and they were introduced to the team this past week. And they understand that, that we're here, that uh, there's no stigma attached for asking for help, and that mental illness is, is one of those things that we have to make sure that, 
you know, uh, there's no stigma attached to it. And I think, you know, our guys are hearing the message, and I'm, and I'm proud of BB for standing up. You know, BB um, is somebody who's been here for a while, has got a lot of respect, you know, from the younger guys, and to have a voice like that so that, um, you know, people can, can hear that it's okay to ask for help, I think it means a lot. And so I give BB a lot of credit for doing that. Ryan, I know you said you want to watch the film about the, you know, regarding the scrimmage, but um, would you say the defense is a little bit ahead of the offense right now, vice versa? Just what can you share about that? Well, the defense got after the offense today for sure. Um, offense turned the ball over too many times, um, didn't run the ball the way that they, they should. Um, so defense won the day for sure. I think when you look at, um, you know, the experience level, sure, I think the defense, you know, has more experience. I think uh, schematically the offense. Uh, has the, um, you know, a couple years in, some of the older guys. So I don't know really who's ahead of the other, but I will say up to this point, it's kind of gone back and forth, which is a good sign. The offense will kind of get after the defense one day and then vice versa. Um, so that's healthy. I think one time, you know, if, if one side's dominating the other throughout camp, then, then you may have an issue. Uh, but right now it's been a good battle. Um, very disappointed with the turnovers today, but but I think guys were, were getting after it. I think it was physical. I think it was explosive. And so, you know, again, let's look at the film and see what it was. You know, it's never as good or bad as you think, uh, but we certainly can't turn our ball over like we did today. I know injuries is a touchy subject, but I do want to ask about Austin Mack. He's such a big part of the team this year. He hasn't been practicing, I don't think, at least when we've been out there. What can you share about Austin Mack? Yeah, again, not really getting into, you know, specifics on injuries, but but he's out um, right now, and we expect him back in another week or so. Can you just go a little bit more on the scrimmage? How many plays did you guys go and that sort of thing? Uh, I, I don't know the exact number, but we tried to uh, even it out. I think we were somewhere around 40 plays with the ones, 40 plays. Maybe I think it was more with the twos, and then we actually got a bunch of reps with the threes too, so probably closer to 30 there. So there would be a lot of, a lot of uh, film to look at. We, we started off by just moving it up and down the field, um, and then we got into um, third down situations. We had a coming out situation, and then we went down in the red zone. Um, so kind of moved it around a little bit situationally. Um, you know, this upcoming week, we'll start to get into some more two-minute and game situations. Uh, but this, this gave us an opportunity to kind of learn, you know, get, get the coaches off the field and let them play. So uh, working out the kinks that way and, and, um, and also, you know, ball security. You know, when you're not really, you know, hitting live, you know, you're not sure sometimes what ball security is for running backs, quarterbacks, and things like that. So it was good to see. Turnovers was that interceptions or, or ball security issues? Uh, yeah, we, we had a couple balls on the ground, fumbles wise, and then I think we had uh, at least two interceptions. Um, you know, defense is being really opportunistic throughout camp. They've done a great job of getting their hands on balls, really good. So, um, so that that's a positive right there. But they're gonna on the other side, you know, we got to do a better job of taking care of it. Ryan, can you watch this team now and still be wowed by a play or a player? Oh yeah, yeah. Did that happen today? Did anybody wow you today, or who has done that for you? Yeah, I mean, every day you see you see things that uh, that that are pretty amazing. We have some really good athletes out there, and, and guys are competing. And anytime that happens, sometimes you know you see it live, and it kind of takes you you know you recognize it. Sometimes you you don't you don't catch it until you watch it on film, and you see it like three or four times, and you know you realize and recognize what a nice play it was. And um, so so it's good. I mean, I think the guys are competing out there. I think we got some really good skill guys. We got some good battles going on up front. And, Again, the whole thing is being physical, and, and how tough can we play? And you mentioned Baron Browning. What have you seen? Where where is he? A middle linebacker? Is he will? What's he doing right now? Yeah, he's he's playing. Um, you know, mostly in the middle. He'll move around a little bit, though. Um, he's a uh, he he plays fast. Uh, he's very very athletic that way. He's physical. He's big. He's strong. And I think Al's doing a good job with him in terms of 
understanding and, and diagnosing plays and being in the right spot at the right time. And I think all the linebackers are doing a good job. It's a long athletic group right there. And, um, and so they're off to a good start. The right tackle position might be the most competitive on your offense. Could you give an assessment of where that stands right now? Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, Bowen, he has more experience. Um, he's been there before. I think it's the first time he's felt really strong on that leg. He's doing a really good job. He's been solid. Um, and then Nick, um, you know, not as much experience, you know, a lot upside. Um I think when you look at it right now, it's probably really close. It's probably neck and neck. You know, they're they're rotating in. Some are getting reps with the ones and twos. We don't really look at you know who they're with. We just kind of roll them. And, and Studs doing a good job of rolling those guys and making sure that they're all getting reps. Because again, if if both of them deserve to play, they will play. Um, so right now, uh, I think it's pretty good. I want to see how they grade out today. How do you do that when obviously it can only be one right tackle at a time? I mean, are you going to seriously uh, consider rotating guys within games? Yes. Ryan, when you talk about the turnover uh, problems today, do you is, is your first impression would it be offensive execution or credit to the defense? Yeah, that's 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 a great question because I think when once you get on the film, you, you have to you know realize and look at and see what exactly was going on. You know, was it was it a pressure? Was it a, a route that was wrong, running correctly, or was it just a really good defensive play? And so that that's what we got to look at. I, I think maybe a little bit of both. I think there's some things we could have cleaned up and been a little careful. You know, what happens when you play quarterback in practice, there's no real ramifications for just leading the down, throwing it downfield. And, you know, if, if a play is made, it's made. If not, it's the next play of practice. But when you're in a scrimmage, you're in a game, we obviously know it could be detrimental the whole game. And so uh, that's what we try to create that environment today, and hopefully there's some learning lessons there. I know we've asked you every time about the quarterbacks, but you, you had suggested you might want to know by two weeks of practice. Is that still the time frame that today helped? Uh, yeah, I, I thought after today I'd have a better feel. I didn't, you know, nobody went out there and won the job for sure. So again, still a work in progress, and um, you know, hopefully at this time next week somebody steps up and and wins the job. Over here, far right, Bill. Ryan, we saw uh, Jamison Williams lose his black stripe the other day. Uh, just where have you seen him making a push to let him lose his stripe? Uh, first off, I think he's got some some um, competitiveness in him. He's tough. He's obviously very got a lot of long end speed. Um, he can really run, and um, he's he's been doing a good job. He stepped right up. I mean, he has the mentality that he wants to come in here and play as a freshman, uh, which I can appreciate. He's doing a good job on special teams, and uh, he's mixing it up right away. He's still got a lot to learn, made a bunch of mental mistakes today. But, again, he's a freshman and is still learning. But he's got the right attitude, and uh, he's going hard, so we can work with that. Is he on uh, pump block special teams? Is that where you guys have him? Uh, so he's been doing a bunch of that stuff. He's been kind of moving around, and, and as we build a depth chart, he's going to be in consideration um, you know, on, on some of the, the, the scout stuff. He's blocked some punts for us against our, our first, you know, punt team and, and showing up there, giving great effort. So anytime that happens, then we, we're certainly going to take a look. Um, and then maybe even as the season goes on, start to give more responsibility if that's the case. But, but that's, that's the case with everybody, and, and so they got to earn it. You were talking the other day about uh, how important it is to find a number two back behind J.K. Uh, does Jalen Gill factor in there at all? Is he a guy you think will be able to hand the ball to? Uh, Jalen's at H right now, so he's mostly at receiver. Um, and so... Yeah, we're, we're looking for that backup spot, um, you know, um, at an opportunity to, again, to say, okay, here's somebody who's going to win that spot today, and it didn't happen. So uh, we're still looking for that guy. And, um, you know, we, we you know Master hasn't been practicing, so it's hard, obviously, for him to, to, to win the job. But DeMario, Marcus, and, and Steele are all kind of in the battle right now for it, and, and that battle continues. Third round, right. Uh, second round. <laughs> uh, 
Nick Saban said this week that he's in favor of Alabama playing uh, two Power Five non-conference games. I know Ohio State has that coming up some years in the future. Just wondering, as a head coach now, what your kind of philosophy is on non-conference scheduling. Well, I think that you know when, when Coach Saban's talking about um, his scheduling, it's just different than ours because uh, we have more conference games. So I, I don't know if it's it's apples to apples. Um, you know, we have our our, uh, nine, our nine conference games, and so that that's that's different. So um, you know, I think if if we both had you know eight uh, conference games, then maybe that would be something to consider. But I think having nine uh, nine conference games is hard. It just is, you know. I think it, it's it's hard on the strength of schedule late in the season, and and it's hard, obviously, when you have to play, you know, in this conference and play that many games. So, um, I think we're talking about two different things. And then, just another broader question: uh, targeting rules been around for like ten or eleven years now. There were some tweaks to it this off season. Uh, just, what are your thoughts on how it's worked, how it hasn't worked? I, well, I think when you look back on some of those hits that were happening 10 years ago, uh, I mean, when you see them now, it, it, you stop. And, I mean, it, it just takes your breath away because of how violent they were. So it certainly has helped the safety of the player. Um, you know, I, I think it's sometimes, you know, guys are penalized when uh, maybe there's nothing they could have done. But I think the uh, the spirit of the rule was to protect players more, and I think it's done that. Yeah, uh Ryan, what is the, sort of the status of Thayer Munford, for example? Is, is are y'all bringing him kind of along slowly? What, how would you describe it? Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, you know he's on volume control and he's coming back strong. He looks really, really good, and uh, we're not just going to throw him out to the wolves early on. We're going to kind of ease him back, but uh, so so far his progress has been very, really, really good. And two other quickies, uh, as you talk here and as you've been speaking here through camp, you seem pretty enthused about your defense. Do you? Does it look? different does it feel different than it did a year ago I mean what's just what has you kind of going going on about that group well I, I just think first off there's an energy to them I always like when guys are a little salty and have an edge to them and have something to prove I just like that about uh, any player at any level and, and, I, and I feel that about those guys um, you know they had to read a lot of stuff in the off season and during the season last year and and that makes them hungry and and so I just like that 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 spirit they have about them right now and and uh, they have something to prove every time they step on the, on the field. And, and I think that's, that makes for good football. Um, so I just like being around those guys. Um, they're tough right now, and, and I think uh, they just can't wait to play. And, and I think the more you see those guys play, I think the more you'll see that there's a good chemistry over there, and um, they like being around each other. So. Another thing, uh, obviously we didn't get to watch. Who, who had the pick sixes? I mean, give us a little bit of a highlight uh, Look here. I mean, yeah, I think Kayvon Pope had one, and uh, and I believe seven banks. Yeah, they they both had uh, pick sixes, and um, you know, a lot of energy out there. Guys were fired up. I mean, anytime you can create a turnover and then score, you know, it's huge. You know, think about the TCU game last year and what that did for that game. And so, um, so really excited about that. That's a huge emphasis for us this year, and and uh, proud of those guys. You know, those are two guys, seven banks, and Kayvon Pope had good camps. They've done really good things, and and lo and behold, they're starting to make plays. You talk about how you're happy with the fact that your secondary is causing turnovers, but the other side of that is your offense is turning the ball over. Is there, a, I guess, a balance of, you know, you know, gauging both emotions of, you know, you want your defense to cause turnovers, but at the same time you don't want it to be at the expense of your own offense. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's that's it. That's you know, as the head coach now, uh, you got to kind of well, wear both hats and, and feel that out. But again, is it a really good play, 
or is it you know just like if you if you give up a long pass or a long run, is it just a really good run, or did somebody not fit it right, or was there a mistake on defense? There's an interception. Was it just a bad read, bad pass, or was it just a really good play on defense? And I think that's what you have to look at. Um, and you just correct it the best you can. But anytime you're competing and you got two sides going after each other, you know there's going to be some carnage in there, and you just got to kind of you know sort through it and and um, you know make corrections where you need to, and then enhance it on the other side. So did you guys score the scrimmage today as what you did in the spring? No, we did not. No, no, we don't keep scoring in the preseason. So, yeah. Coach, thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Thank you.